time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. Merry Christmas. It's December 20th, and we're on Christmas week. We're so glad that you're here listening to us and allowing us to share with you all that's going on in the industry. That's our passion. We love doing this. This podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals, although we certainly are getting a lot more than just mortgage professionals listening. But we're so grateful to have you as our listener. No matter what part of the industry you work in, we are excited to have you here, and our audience is growing. We've blown up yet another server. You've been to the Lickin' on Lending website. You'll notice we've been struggling with some things lately. It's been down for, it was down there for almost a week. And it's because of just the amount of growth and finding the right server and the right technology matchup. So anyway, apologize for those of you who are looking for that, but that's some of the things going on. Again, well, our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format. I might add in 2020 in do so in excellence that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. So, so thrilled to have the whole team on today. And we've got a lot to talk about. We have Ben Turley who is here with CEO, founder, uh, Mobility MMI and Mobility RE. We're going to hear him talk about some of the latest trends that he is seeing with data and how LOs and originators are using his technology to more effectively connect with the purchase side of the business. And man, man we're going to be all ears to that during the hot topic. So looking forward to having Ben on in just a little bit. Pleased to have him as a sponsor. More pleased to have him as a friend. I'm very excited to have him here joining us on the hot topic. Hey, if you haven't listened to the Industry Syndicate, I encourage you to go out and do so. Industrysyndicate.com. Got a list of a whole bunch of podcasts related to the mortgage industry and real estate industry. Also, I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors, Mortgage Bankers Association of America. We're so blessed and honored to have our relationship with them. You're going to hear an update here from Rob Van Rapphorst in just a minute, as well as Finaster, one of the longstanding advertisers we've had for many, many years. Love the partnership with them. Check out their mortgage bot solution. Receive, manage, store, retrieve, deliver loan files and electronic documents completely in the paperless environment. Go back and listen to Karen Jenkins, the podcast we did on October 4th. Karen has got a great roadmap of where they're going with their technology. And when you have the number one fintech company in the world, Thing and publishing on a podcast where they're going, that's valuable information. Take a look, listen to it. I think it'll help you a lot. I love how transparent she was. Really love the company. All right. Lenders One and Mortgage Collaborative, we're proud to be partnered with and have them both as sponsors. Two great co-ops. We belong to both of them. I encourage you to check out membership with all of them, as well as the Community Mortgage Lenders Association of America. Also, Incelerate, where the leading edge technology of mortgage expertise is combined with pre-designed campaigns come together to enhance the borrower engagement. Then our friends at Knowledge Coop, Ken Perry, and the team, they do a great job with their LMS or learning management system. And we've got, how about this, Mobility MMI. Thrilled to have them as a sponsor and Ben as a guest. Also, we have Modex. I think these two companies really are a complement to each other. I encourage you to check out both of these companies. More and more of our clients are signing up with both of them because they see how the data complements each other. I encourage you to check out. Also, SnapDocs. I tell you, love what SnapDocs is doing. They're taking over the world. When it comes to everything e-mortgage technology, you've got to check out SnapDocs e-mortgage 
quick start program and all of the technology they're building. And then recently we added the success kit. Now what success kit does is helping tell your story. Let another man's mouth speak your story, not that of your own. So what success kit is about helping you successfully get your customers to give good testimony of references for you. Also, finally, the lender tool kit, LPK. Love my friend Brent Ambler there. We interviewed him on November 29th. Check out that interview. Also, finally, a special thank you to Rob, Les, Alice, Alan, Matt, and Jack Nunnery, our newest addition to the podcast. So good to have you here. Welcome to the Licking on Lending Hot Topic segment, where we're going to be talking today to Ben Turlink, who's CEO, founder of Mobility MMI and Mobility RE. And we're going to talk to him today on the program about some trends. I've asked him for specific information that he's seeing in trends with the data and how LOs and originators are using his particular technology to more effectively connect with the purchase side of the market. Anyone interested in that? Is that a hot topic or what? How timely. Ben, good to have you here, friend. Really appreciate it. And I'm so grateful for your sponsorship of the podcast and really interested in you sharing the information today. So let's get into it if you're ready and you're up there. And I was talking to him last week and we were on a Zoom call. I mean, out the back windows of his office were the Salt Lake Mountains and all the fresh drowned snow. My skis were rattling somewhere going, come on, come on, let's go, let's go. Anyway, good, good to have you here, friend. Hey, great to be here, David. Right. We got a whole bunch of that snow and tried it yeah. out this weekend. It's pretty nice. When looking at the market, we're definitely seeing the loan originators percentage of refinance flip flop in twenty twenty into twenty twenty one and what we're moving into twenty twenty two. So really want to start off by getting your perspective on that. But let's start off by talking about the flip flopping. It's definitely there. I like some of the things you're seeing as to how people are using your tools to get more purchases. Talk about it. Yeah, it's been so interesting to watch. I think for years, it was always that 70-30 split of a purchase business is, is here and refis are here. Obviously, that shifts in a refinance boom and, and market. But over the last 18 months or so, it was really pretty amazing to see that it was that exact flip-flop. I mean, where the refi was so heavy that it was... <laughs> Almost concerning saying, wow, just seeing that majority of this business is, is refi. And over the last, I would say, four to five months, it's been really pretty interesting to see how a lot of our clients are utilizing the platform and our technology to say, hey, we know that that's going to adjust and it's going to have to focus back on purchase. And how do we best do that? And how can we be most effective? And I think we all know one of the most effective ways on that purchase is your realtor partners. Yeah. And I think a lot of those realtor partners may have been, I wouldn't say neglected, but maybe uh, everyone's been so busy that didn't focus on that relationship quite as much over the last 18 months. And now we're seeing a real shift where people are really putting that effort and focus into them, making sure those relationships are good so that they can maintain volume levels of what they've been doing, but purchase instead of all refi. So it's a been a big challenge for the whole industry and seeing them. I can't wait to get more into that, but let's go over to Alice. Alice, you got any questions you want to start off with? All right. Well, so when I was looking at mobility, Ari, it seems so interesting. So I'd love to know what are some of the ways you're seeing the LOs use the technology to get into this purchase business? Yeah. So the first thing would be really what we've tried to put in front of all the LOs is their current wallet share with their existing realtor partners. 
So what we like to do is we basically like pull this and say, all right, loan officer, look at all of your realtor partners. So you might look at your wallet share report and see, I have 60 agents that I've closed the deal with in the last year or so. Then it will show you how many deals you close with that realtor. And then next to it, it'll show how many deals your realtor did as a buyer's agent. And then it gives you your percentage of how much of that business are you actually getting. So it's been such an eye-opener for our LOs to look at that and to say, wow, I thought I was getting all of my agents' purchase business, and I'm realizing I'm not even getting half of it. And then they're able to dive into that and say, oh, this is where that other purchase business is going, so there's a whole lot more business I can have. And when looking down to the details of that, seeing that sometimes that realtor partner might be sending a certain type of deal, loan size or amount or whatever it may be to maybe a competitor or a different lender. And so having kind of a visual on that and being able to say, wow, my agent must not know that we have this program that can handle these jumbo deals or these VA deals or whatever it may be. It's giving the LO the ability to kind of see all that and know that. And then focus in on relationships and say, I'm going to really spend more time communicating with these 10 agents that have a whole lot more business to get that I didn't realize and focus there and make sure that I can take care of them and tell them about all the great things that we can do. That's been one big part of it. Without going too long on this question, some of the other things would be then the co-branded tools we have within the platform that can help those realtor partners. So it's one thing to know which agents you want to talk to, but then it's kind of that next step of how do you then engage with them and how do you build on that relationship and make sure that you're getting that business from your realtor partners. And a lot of those things would be tools that we have and the integrations with all the different mortgage CRMs out there to then incorporate single property pages, brochure creators, customized home search apps that generate borrowers for the agent and loan officer. So again, a lot of details, but those are some of the ways we're seeing the LOs capitalize on that. I, I really like the wallet share analysis. I think that's very helpful in managing uh, a team of LOs and, and trying to keep the focus on the right opportunities in the market. But with that said, are loan officers actually using this data or is it corporate using the data and then pushing this information out to the LOs? Yeah, that's a, it's a great question. And, and we've seen a shift in that. I think initially it was really more on a corporate level of companies coming in, looking at this kind of from the high level and saying, all right, these are all of our realtor partners and this is where we're at and let's meet with our LOs and tell them that they should focus here, here, and here. But over the last six months, since we've seen this shift taking place, we've really tried to add those tools that are beneficial for the individual LO to log in and to see this. And what's really pretty cool about it is each LO will now receive alerts and notifications about their realtor partners and it tracks them and notifies you when they take a new listing so that you can engage with them and kind of gives you those triggers of when you want to have the conversation with those realtor partners of yours. So we've seen it really kind of transition from corporate only down to the individual LO level 
where now the LOs are in there daily and using it as a way to engage with those realtor partners when they see activity and what's going on and seeing how effective it's it's been for these LOs to build and maintain those realtor relationships. Building those realtor relationships are sometimes some of the most difficult things. I mean, I'm thinking about where to look. And when you're talking about LOs using this data, and Jack touched on about is it corporate versus the LOs, but you are clearly helping LOs. It seems like you're helping LOs, no matter who's using it. And I want to get some insights in. If you could share some stories. Here's kind of what we've seen. So we've seen that uh, a lot of the time a manager will use this to log in, look at all of the LOs maybe in their branch. Now, the LOs in the branch will also have access to this, but the manager may look at it and say, okay, I'm going to have a review with this loan officer. Mm-hmm. And I can now see 15 of their realtor partners that they have their foot in the door, but not really the majority at all of the market or wallet share from those agents. So that manager will then sit with that uh, LO and say, okay, let's pull up your MMI wallet share report. Here are the 15 that I've identified as some pretty decent targets for you to start having some conversations with. So now what can we approach these 15 agents with? And that's what we've really focused on is making integrations with all of those CRM products out there. Because what we've found is a lot of these CRM products have created some awesome content to relay that messaging to your realtor partners. So, hey, these are our loan programs. Did you know that we can do this? Did you know that we can close this quick, that we can do this, this, and this? Without relaying that helpful information to your realtor partners, it's really not doing you any good. You have to approach with that right approach. So what we've seen is you identify those 10, 15 agents you then put them on a specific drip campaign with great content saying, here's why you should work with us on all these kinds of deals. And as that drip campaign starts to happen, these realtors are responding to the LO saying, hey, that's awesome. I didn't realize you guys can do that. Or we have the ability to do this. It's awesome. I've got a deal. And let me try this. Let me send this one over to you. So we've seen that kind of going from that higher level of, hey, let's meet with our individuals, show them how to do this. And then that individual putting that drip campaign together and seeing the realtor responding to that LO and engaging and sending deals. It's been really very cool to watch. So we've seen that scenario happen over and over again with different LOs that really jump in and create the action items and start that communication. What I find really interesting is the discussion, will the mortgage loan originator go away? And the answer is clearly no. But how the loan originator works with the consumer and and how they work with a realtor and getting business in the door, that is moving more to the consultative feature. And you touched on that a bit. But what I want to look at is when you start looking at the different ways that new realtor relationships are established. Are you seeing any trends there that are significant? Yeah, I think that's a a great point that you bring up there. And that is first addressing, will the originator go away? I think there's plenty of things you've seen over the last year where a consumer can jump on and get a whole lot done really without talking to many people and doing it all online. But that's going to be for a very kind of cookie cutter type of deal where the LO 
is so valuable when being that consultant and helping that individual with, hey, here's how we can structure it, and here's how we can do this, this, and this, and here's how it will benefit you. I think there are so many people that want and need that as opposed to someone just jumping online and getting a loan real quick. So I think that's a huge part for the loan officer. But I think the second part of your question is, how does an LL go and establish a new realtor relationship? That's one of the other things that we've created in here is to help an LO identify the type of realtor and the type of production they may be doing that they would want to reach out to and have a conversation with. So we've basically put together to say, look, I want to find all the realtors in this you know, county down to maybe this city-specific where I focus as a loan officer, and I want to build relationships with these realtors doing this much volume. Maybe they're not the very top producer in my area. Maybe they are kind of that mid-range up and coming. So we let you filter down and identify and find who those realtors are. And then, same thing, now that I've identified them in here, I'm going to put together this in my CRM with a different campaign that is here's what we've done to help other realtors become more successful and to get them to that next level. And I think those realtors are appreciative of that because they all want to kind of take it to that next level. And if an LO can explain how they're able to help their client, how they're able to get loans done, how they're able to be that consultant with their client and help that client we accomplish those goals that they want to financially and get into the right home and do it the right way, it creates so much value and really starts that relationship off, right? And as we've seen, take care of a realtor and do a really good job for them. Those realtors talk to other realtors in their office and say, you know what? My LO is so great. They did this, this, and this. And seeing in the MMI dashboard that we have, your LO can quickly see, hey, he's, here's four other realtors in that agent's office. And then you can ask, could you make an intro to these four other agents? doesn't look like they have a specific loan officer they're using yeah. based on yeah. the data in the dashboard. Can you intro me to them? Because I've taken such good care of you. And that's worked really well. Mm, good. That's really good. Alice. Thanks, Dave. Well, so as I'm listening to all this, I'm thinking of how many loan officers today really do have a large amount of past refinances. Are there ways that they can capture those past clients for purchase activity by using the software? There really is. So what we've found is we've been around 13 years. And in some of our co-branded tools and products like the Home Search app and other things like that, we really have an excellent handle on all the new listings that hit the market. So what we've created and have found it to be really, really effective is what we call a property monitor feature. So what that's going to do for an originator is when they log into their dashboard, they can go into their property monitor section and it's going to have pulled in automatically every one of their past loans. So we don't pull it from the LOS. We don't need to pull it from, you know, their CRM. We already have and know all of that and all the deals that a loan officer's done. So they click in there and they might see, hey, I've done 700 previous loans and here they all are. What we do is then monitor those every day with new listings that hit the market. So what we're able to do is then notify that loan officer and say, hey, that client of yours that you refinanced a year ago at 123 Elm Street, they just listed their house this morning. So when they see that, they're going to be able to reach out to that consumer and say, hey, saw so your home's on the market. Hope things are going well. We'd love to chat with you, 
see if we can put things together for whatever it is you're going to purchase next. Most likely, if someone's put their home on the market, they're buying something else. Mm-hmm. And uh, the statistic we're seeing is 70% of those people have not put their loan in place yet. So 70% wow. of those people that list their home don't have that next loan lined up and done yet. So it's a huge opportunity to take that past client list and get their next purchase when they list. So it's been a great feature to get purchased from your past. Yeah, I love the property monitoring. That is, that's really good. That's really good. It's just one of the really cool features that you have. Jack, get over to you. Yeah, just kind of staying on that same frame of topic, a lot of lenders or mortgage originators are working off of credit pull alerts, and that's certainly yeah. one way to do it. But what does your system do to help the originator in this situation, trying to stay yeah. connected with those refi clients? And when is the right time to engage? Yeah, it's an awesome question. And, and I agree. A lot are going off that credit pull. Now, what we're seeing, too, and we're hearing this a lot from LOs and really from, from everyone, is the credit pull can often trigger a whole lot of phone calls to a borrower. They pull credit, and all of a sudden, four, five, six different lenders are calling them saying, hey, let us give you an yeah. estimate on this, this, and this. And it really can become frustrating, I think, even to the consumer to say, I just got bombarded with you know different lenders now reaching out to me when I did a credit pull. I think so many people are monitoring that. Where with our platform, we've focused a little more on that listing trigger saying, hey, look, it's one thing to pull on the credit, but we found that on the listing, the huge thing is timing. If you find out that they list their home a week later or 10 days after they've listed it, especially in today's market, it's way mm-hmm. too late. You've missed it. But if you find out within an hour of that home being listed and 70% of those people don't have a loan in place, possibly they have not had a credit pull yet, and you're going to be first to that. Now, they've already worked with you, too. So it's a much easier conversation with a borrower to say, hey, I have everything in your file. I just need updated pay stubs, a couple minor things, and we can get you all ready to go. We can put together what your proceeds are going to be from here, what we can put into the next, and let's get you going. So we found that to be a much more effective approach and often Mm -hmm. a step before that credit pull and uh, a great way to go about it. That's just some of the nuances that you guys have developed in your product that really help originators. Alice, listening in on this, I'm sure you've got more thoughts rolling around in your wonderful brain, especially being the outstanding person at, at Union Home that does so much of the training and directs that. So what are your thoughts on as you listen to this? How this could change the industry and change LO's activity? Yeah, I really do think if I'm an LO or even as a company, I would want to be able to get ahead of that credit pull. As an industry, we keep talking about how to get up the funnel, right? Not be after that credit pull because everybody's after that credit pull. So I just wondered, it really does seem like a really unique position. Can you talk about kind of what you see as the next steps? This is all shareable, right? So we're all getting the same listing trigger if I'm using your service. I'd like to understand that a little bit more. Yeah, and we do have a lot of lenders and clients utilizing the platform. What's nice is we're monitoring previous loans for each individual on the platform. So it's your past client listed today, and here's who you should talk to and when you should reach out. 
But what we're also trying to do is say, look, that's an awesome, awesome way to get in front of it before the credit poll. But what's the stage before that even? Is it maybe when they start that online search of new homes? They start shopping. What's the consumer get most excited about? It's not getting a loan. It's about finding that next home that they're going to move to. So that really ties back to our original product we came to market with 13 years ago that we continue to enhance. And that is the Home Search Mobility RE product. Yeah. So we're engaging with a couple of lenders right now in some beta. So far, showing some pretty amazing results. We're excited about it. And what that's basically doing is moving to where the eyeballs are, and that is online. And the consumers are searching from their phone, from their desktop, different homes. And so we're placing different ads in social media where all the consumers are to say, here's a cool home in your market. And here's basically what you could buy it for and what your payment may look like. And it gets that buyer engaged even before they list their home, before they've done a credit pull, before they've done anything. So if we can start pulling that buyer in in that very top of the funnel of starting that home search, then we have all the things behind it. We're finding that it almost gives the lender that thing they've always wanted, that is having that buyer at the very beginning and even at that point referring it back to a realtor partner and saying, hey, I've generated all these online that are looking at homes and they've done this, this, and this, and I have them approved now. Here you go. Let's find them a home in this neighborhood. So we're pretty excited about that. We think that's kind of where things are heading is giving that consumer that one-stop shop. I think Alan had such a cool system that he talked about earlier in this, and that was that Moscow method, the must-haves, the should-haves. And we're seeing right now a lot of these things are must-haves. you got to have these tools to be in front of it, to be notified, be aware of what's there, and uh, then start some action items on it. And we think this home search part of it is definitely one of those to make sure you're ahead of it. One of the things that one of our listeners wrote and says, I'm a customer of mobility. I love what they do, but he hasn't talked about the best part of the company, and that's his team. So this is a fan. This is a customer, one of our listeners, who says, Ben's great, but his team is just amazing. Talk about your team. Hey, just to make sure that we send that check to that listener for the comment. <laughs> now, and I'm glad they did make that comment. We've added to our team this last year. We've had pretty incredible growth. And so we have added more and more to our team, brought some industry pros that have been around, veterans that we are so excited to have with us. So without naming all the names, we've brought on an incredible team to help not only with sales, but also with the onboarding and the growth for our companies and to roll out and train best practices to really make sure that our clients are getting the engagement from all their users. You hate to buy a technology and then see that your usage is 20%. And we're seeing the flip of that where it's 80% of people are logging in almost daily and it's because our team's so good at training and showing the value and why it's effective and how to get results. So huge kudos to our team for doing such a great job on that. And I'm going to throw one plug in here. We're uh, looking to add to that team, just putting that out. If there's anyone on sales side or support, anything else, we're growing fast and 
adding to that team. It's a great company. Alice has one more question. As I'm kind of thinking this through, and I love technology, I love to think about kind of how we are getting about our information. So I hope my question's okay. So when you're getting my database as a lender and you've got my borrower information, the property information, and the realtors as I may have in my database, are you getting the listing trigger from the property itself? Great question. And so here's what we've focused on. And we talk a lot about this as we're in this sales cycle, meeting with potential clients. And that is that there's so much data out there and it's just available, but it's so fragmented. It's coming from so many different sources. So what we've really focused on at MMI is saying, hey, look, we're going to go out there and we're going to gather all of that for you. It's a huge task to do. And once we gather all of it, what we're going to do is then put it into a dashboard in a format that's easy to navigate. It's easy user experience. And we're going to put all the relevant things in front of you of what you're going to want to know and what you're going to need or want to do with it. And so those listing triggers, what we've been able to do is make sure that we're getting those across the country and doing it in the most timely way we possibly can. And what's cool is we'll give you a link to it. You can click, and so many times you'll click right on it. It'll open up a link. You can see it on realtor.com, or you can see it wherever it may be, and often it will show, hey, this thing's been on the market for less than two hours. So we're pulling from a lot of sources, but we make sure that from all the different sources that we get, it's going to be the most accurate and timely you'd be able to get, and it's been great to see clients use it and look at their own data and validate that and say, hey, this is as good as it gets. So it's kind of the way that we've done it for the long answer. Yep. Well, great, great question, Alice. You look at the complexity of this, where you're pulling all the data, how you bring it together. It's an absolute must-have and encourage people to reach out to you. So on that note, as we wrap up this podcast interview, we can go on and on. Tell us how people can best connect with you and learn more about your product. Yeah, well, thank you. The best way would be just to go to our website, and uh, that would be mmi.io. So we're trying to make it nice, short, and easy. So mmi.io, that will take you there. There's a couple of short videos that give you a little overview of what it can do, the ability to even uh, request demos, request more information, a lot of things right at your fingertips there. So right from there, you can communicate with us. It'll have our contact, whether it's support or whether it's uh, an inquiry, learning more about it. So I would go right to mmi.io and uh, you'll have everything you need. Perfect. Very good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate your sponsorship, number one. Appreciate, more importantly, the outstanding product you have for many in the industry. It should be for everybody in the industry. And I hope as a result, people will go to the website and follow up on it. Appreciate you so much. Hey, thank you for having me on. It's always great to be uh, on here with you guys. And happy holidays, Merry Christmas. And uh, again, thank you guys. You bet. We're excited to have joining us next week, Joe Rowes, who's Red Sapiens. I'm really excited. I met this guy and this guy has so much energy and I'm really looking forward to having him on talking about it's coaching. It's so much about business development. Joe is just one of those magnetic personalities and you're going to enjoy the interview. I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors as we exit out here. Finastra, CMLA, Lenders One, Accelerate Mobility, MMI, the MBA, Knowledge Coop, the Mortgage Collaborative, SnapDoc, Success Kit, and LTK, Lender Toolkit. Thank you all for listening. Share this podcast with others. Wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas. 
Look forward to having you back here next week. You've been listening to Lickin on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.